Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. The millionaire maker, Hillary Kramer. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, uh, glad to have you with us. Thank you, Lonnie Perkins. Uh, thank you, friends, for being with us on a Wednesday. The uh, Wellness Night, uh, of course, brought to you by Balance of Nature. And if you have not yet taken the plunge to start the Balance of Nature regimen, I just have to tell you, uh, it's helped me be in the best health of my life. Cannot cannot express strongly enough uh, what good it does for uh, for all of us. And we have uh, Dr. Douglas Howard coming up later on the show, don't we, Nick? Is is Dr. Howard here tonight? Yes, we do. Yeah, I thought I thought he was. Okay, so good. Um, and then uh, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat is going to join us from the Fox News Medical All Stars. Always, always a thrill to talk with her. Now, I I'm I'm really debating within my own soul as to whether or not I'm supposed to do this topic to open the show with. But I, I just can't not do it. If we're going to talk about what's well, what is healthy, what is good for people, and as a father, there is probably nothing that I am more uh, worried about, unsettled by, than the idea that my kids will grow up in a world that's, that's not safe and well for them. And so when I read stories like this, I just want to throw something at the wall because I, I, I can't comprehend what the value of this specific idea is that I'm about to tell you about. I have to go to Dateline, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, the city there is going to host an elementary school Girl X sporting event. And... You may say, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, they're set to host a sports night for Girl X, for families with Girl X, and it's for anyone who identifies as a girl or with girlhood in kindergarten through fifth grade. The event is scheduled for Wednesday and will allow Girl X to explore new sports, learn about existing teams, enjoy prizes, pizza, games, hands-on demonstrations, according to the city. According to the flyer, it will offer Girl X the opportunity to to try sports like basketball, cheer, football, lacrosse, soccer, among others. The term Girl X draws from other terms intended to be inclusive, such as 
Womixin. It's W-M-X-N. Or Latinx. Uh, the city, which is also home to liberal prestigious institutions like Harvard and the MIT, used the term to broaden the scope with to include anyone who resonates with girlhood. So girls who participate in sports typically have higher self-esteem, get better grades at school, develop critical thinking skills, have a larger circle of friends, according to the flyer. The promotional material for the event notes that girl X who play sports generally have better grades, higher self-esteem, and develop critical thinking skills needed in the workplace. Sponsored by the Cambridge Commission on the Status of Women. Also the Cambridge Office of the Mayor and Cambridge Department of Human Services Programs. So you have the Office of the Commission on the Status of Women. I don't even understand what that office is there for. Why, do you need a commission to establish what the status of women are in Cambridge, Massachusetts? Nick, have we read something in the news somewhere where Cambridge has this inability because you live in its city borders to determine if women have status within the, like, I don't, this is not, this is very bizarre to me, um, but I think it's mostly not bizarre, it's just dishonest. And that's my, that's my bigger problem with it. You can have a commission on the status of women try to say that, uh, you know, girls do better when they participate in sports. By the way, that's all true. They have higher confidence. They feel like they can uh, accomplish more. There's all kinds of benefit for them participating in those things. But there's some degree of benefit for boys who participate in those things, too. And um, boys are definable and girls are definable. And the idea that you need to have a sports night where people that just want to identify with girls or identify as girls come and play sports with the girls, I don't think that's healthy for the girls that are involved, and I don't think it's healthy for those that are, I quote, identifying as girls involved. The people that are identifying as girls are not paying attention to science, and they are not living with facts. And I don't know what wellness means to the average Marxist or the average progressive, but I'm pretty sure that facts and science are not high on their list because this is the kind of stuff they push to try to, and I, I don't understand the, the agenda that they're trying to push. But, but there's obviously an agenda here of some sort. The, the, the science on how kids are doing when we teach them to ignore their biology and to give way to basically dysphoria in their brain that is telling them something that the body does not match is true. If we're passing that off as truth, we are actually damaging them. That's what the whole identity crisis documentary that's over at the Independent Women's Forum is all about. If you have not watched it, I would strongly suggest that you do. I would also strongly caution you it's very hard to watch because there's been this entire societal push to try to get kids to specifically deny the science and the fact of their biology. The only place where there's 59 or 127 or 2018 genders is, is in someone's thinking. It's not in their body. 
in their body, they are male and female. That's the way they have been created. And when we try to say your creation goes against what your thoughts are, therefore you should embrace your thoughts as opposed to your creation, your DNA, your substance, the physicality of what you are, the cells. And they're not just DNA because they have male genitalia or female genitalia. That female cell is registered in the DNA all the way into the the smallest microorganism in their body, the smallest cell in their body. You cut it open and you test the DNA and it will show you that it's the DNA of a female or it's the DNA of a, of a male. It will never tell you that it is inconclusive. It will never tell you that, that it doesn't know what it is. And, and it's, it's really kind of, it's, it's really disheartening because a lot of these kids that have been pushed and pushed and pushed to go down this path, uh, now that they, they're starting to hit young adulthood, and some of them are having regrets over going down that path, over having messed with the science of their body in a way that is not designed to help them, it may assuage the conscience of some people around them that may have reason to have a bad conscience, but it doesn't help the child understand their purpose any greater. And so the fact that the city of Cambridge, Massachusetts, is setting aside this entire program for kindergarten through fifth grade, anybody that wants to be a girl to come and play sports, I just predict in advance there's going to be some actual girls that that night that get hurt, that get injured from playing sports and games with some boys that are bigger than them and stronger than them and have uh, denser bones than them and have bigger muscles than them. And that's the way it's going to be in all of society if we keep up with this nonsense. That's why even the uh, extreme fighting leagues are starting to separate out the X's from all the rest. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Dr. Jeanette Nishwat with me. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. <laughs> so tune in. Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. All right, Happy New Year, and just like we did in 2022, in 2023, you're going to get to ask real questions and get real answers from one Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan. And Mike, we start the new year with Tom from Brooklyn. He said, I inherited my uncle's house. Now, what do I do, Mike Connors? 
Well, you know, Tom, the, the answer's up to you. Obviously, you inherited the house. You can do one of two things. You can sell it or keep it. Uh, if you keep it, you can rent it out. And if assuming you inherited it, it was done the right way, you can basically rent out that property probably for about 20 years tax-free. And that's usually, I'm simplifying it, but that's usually the way it goes. Or if you sell the house, capital gains are wiped out by death if the inheritance was done right. And then you can sell the house tax-free. So congratulations, good luck, and do what you want to do. That seems pretty simple, but I know that uh, some of you have um, much more difficult questions. And you should send them to Mike because he's going to be answering them not only here with Kevin McCullough, but also on his own broadcasts every weekend, 8 a.m. on Saturdays on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, and also on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. You send those questions to askmikeconnors at gmail.com, askmikeconnors at gmail.com. And then if you have uh, personal questions that you need, you know, substantive uh, response to and you need a team to help really sort through your end of life planning, call the number and get an appointment. 718-238-6500. The McCulloughs had all of our end of life planning done with Connors and Sullivan. And I will tell you, you are in perfect hands. They have five convenient locations throughout the tri-state. And it's your your best bet is to uh, call them today and ask uh, for an appointment. 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. Mike Connors, with that note, Happy New Year. And thanks so much. Happy New Year. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. The Eric Metaxas Show, tonight at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. From New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, and uh, lots to come on Wellness Night. We've got a lot to uh, still talk about before we're done. And I want to bring in uh, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, who we just love around these parts. She's just the best. Uh, She's always uh, bringing great advice and great help to the listeners uh, to Wellness Night. And Dr. Jeanette, Happy New Year. I don't know if we've had you on since the year flipped over, but I hope it's been a good one for you thus far. Yes, Happy New Year to you. Great to be with you guys. Uh, Let's talk about this drug called Trank. Um, Fentanyl has been laced with it. Uh, People are finding it. It's a problem. You were on Fox News talking about it. What's the story here? Yeah, so, you know, you've heard of fentanyl and methamphetamines and cocaine and heroin. What's happening is the drug dealers, you know, they'll make things to increase their profit. So they, they're using this new cutting agent called xylazine or trank, and um, they're mixing it with the, the fentanyl, the heroin, that sort of thing. And what's happening is, you know, you're, the, the users, they're either going unconscious or they're accidentally, you know, being poisoned and, and overdosed because they don't know, they're not aware that this cutting agent is in the the heroin or the cocaine or or the fentanyl or whatever it is that they're using. 
And um, we use, for example, Narcan to help reverse an opioid uh, overdose. But Narcan doesn't work for this because the xylazine or trink is not an opioid. And, and you know, a lot of uh, health care providers, a lot of, you know, doctors, you know, they're not full. And not everyone is aware because this is sort of newly being introduced as a cutting agent. And so you can imagine if you go to the ER and you're unconscious, you're going to get the Narcan, you're going to get supportive care and IV fluids and oxygen. But um, with the xylazine, you know, it's it's just supportive care. There's not a, a, an, a, an antidote for it. Now, in animals, there is, but it's for animals. You know, this is a this is a drug, xylazine, trank. This is a drug used to sedate and put animals to sleep. I'm not talking, I'm talking 2,000-pound horses and cows. That's what this wow. drug is used for. It's not meant for human consumption. It's actually toxic to humans. And now we're seeing it mixed in with the fentanyl, and people are either dying or they go unconscious and even if they don't die um you know they they may wake up with brain damage or they're taken advantage of while they're unconscious you know they're raped they're murdered they're you know they're they're robbed and it's just a, a growing problem and of course as we know kevin these products are coming in the ingredients are coming in from china to the the mexican cartels in mexico and then they're crossing our border and that's why we have you know over a hundred thousand drug overdoses every single year now it is really sad to think and you know i remember you know for all the criticisms and the things that people want to ream uh, president trump for uh i i remember him being the only president in my lifetime to aggressively not only talk about the problems with the um uh, the the drug trafficking but actually d- dealing with it and, 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 you know, doing something about it uh, during his administration. And it seems like uh, he's – it just seems like, Dr. Nishwat, that we don't have many people that are willing, at least in, in public power, to go and do something about this. This has gotten progressively worse every day that the current administration has been in office, and they've, they've, they've not even lifted a finger. Yeah, it's it's so frustrating, especially for the fact that, you know, this is preventable. Most of it is, 80, 90 percent of this is, is, is preventable. And, you know, there's actions that, that we can take that we know will work. You know, in my opinion, I think it starts with, you know, I'm a, a big proponent of, of prevention and through education, you know, teaching our young children at a very, very young age at home and then in school. I think that's the number one most important thing. Is that pushed, though? No, it's not. And then we're seeing a lot of, you know, social media involvement with pediatric um, overdoses and kids who are going on Snapchat and, and buying a pill that they think is a Percocet or a Xanax. And, uh, you know, they wake up or they don't wake up because, you know, it, it kills them. And parents find them, you know, unresponsive in the bedroom. So those are the type of things that we need to, to tackle. And also, of course, you know, what are we going to do with, with China that's continuing to supply the cartels with these deadly ingredients? And I, I'm also a big believer, Kevin, we, we need to hold these drug dealers accountable. If yeah. they sell a drug to someone who dies from it or overdoses, they need to be put in jail. They need to be punished. Even if they don't know, you know, they may say, oh, I didn't know that that was in it. You know, that's too bad. You shouldn't have been selling it in the first place. So um, I think it's just multifactorial on how we need to tackle this solution. But it's just unfortunate that that it's getting worse. I mean, 300, you know, deaths a day. You know, we have that many, you know, almost that many COVID deaths a day, and yeah. uh, this is something that's preventable. Is there 
Is there a specific age range in which these uh, deaths are, are more prominent amongst? So, yeah, so my latest research, between the ages of 18 and 25 is where we're seeing a lot of social media involvement with the sales of unknown narcotics. But um, up until the age of 44 is the most common uh, uh, age group that we're seeing with these overdoses. And I just think it's important that we tackle everyone, um, you know, yeah. and everyone gets that education. But it, uh, obviously, the earlier age groups is, is the most well, important. Well, if it's... But- if it's 18 to 25 that are talking yeah. about it on social media, then it's, uh, you know, 12 to 18 that are hearing their older brothers and sisters talking about it. And it's, yeah. you know, 8 to eight to 13 that are that are hearing them talk about it. And I, this is going to, I mean, because you and I are having this discussion, I'm going to sit down with my three, my seven, Good. 10, and, yeah. uh, you know, 13 this week. And I'm going to say, hey, look, that. <laughs> That this is going on, absolutely do not uh, be. I mean, be aware that this stuff is all bad. There's there's no place that you can go. And what what bothers me even more, Doctor Jeanette, is that it's not. I mean, that we've always had people that have wanted to experiment with drugs, but for me, that's always been a symptom of a deeper problem. Why are yeah. we having kids that are wanting to medicate themselves out of their uh, current life and situation? What are they facing that's so tough that's being unaddressed in the home? that are causing them to need to experience all these other things to find fulfillment. At the end of the day, I think this is a chase for significance or for security in some ways. And I think that that if, if if we're not dealing with that on the parental level in advance, we're setting them up to to be exposed to some of this stuff. I agree. We're setting them up for failure. And, you know, this day and age, it's not the same drugs anymore. We have so many different varieties of, of cutting agents and things that you think you're getting but you're not. And, of course, I, I do believe that COVID has, you know, caused an exacerbation of anxiety and, and depression and, and increased substance abuse and increased visits to the ER, especially among our younger population. And then you think about it, kids, you know, in high school, there's a lot of peer pressure. You know, they might be with a group of friends who say, hey, just try this one, one pill and they want to fit in. And they don't realize, again, that, that one pill could, could get you, could take your life. And what makes matters worse, Kevin, is rehab, detox. You know, these resources, they're not easy to come by, and it's expensive. Yeah. You know, just like seeing a psychiatrist, they charge $400, $500 an hour for people that truly, really need it. And some people, you know, they may have a job, but they don't make enough to, to pay $400 an hour. Their insurance may not cover it. And it, it's just all around heartbreaking. But that's why I think it's it's so important. Let's tackle the core root of this and i think it, it does start at, at home and, and in schools with, with teaching and educating at an early age and then yeah. you know i want to see billboards that say just say no to drugs I, we need <laughs> campaigns flooding our our communities um, well instead of the opposite of right happened. this was yeah. this and uh, we'll take a break and come back and we'll pick up on yeah. this but this was my argument in the whole legalization campaigns from a few years ago do we think that that's going to lessen random drug use the more we legalize and i to me i never could put two and two together there but we'll we'll get to it uh, stay with us dr jeanette nishwada is with me stay here sponsored by pfizer this winter there are new covid19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent omicron variants if it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster schedule your updated covid19 booster dose at vaccines.gov Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article, so I read the New York Times so you don't have to. Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. It was my favorite line of the whole thing. 
Their hosts are big names, and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media. Tap into our big names to help grow your business. To find out more about it, reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639. Ready to start a business in New Jersey? The state's New Jersey Business Action Center is here to guide you through the process. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. You know when you start up a motorcycle and you hear it go, when it takes off. I was losing that. I was losing my energy, like everybody does as they grow older. And I don't want to be tired. I don't want to look tired, and I don't want to be tired. I started using Balance of Nature about a year and a half ago. Noticed the results immediately, and I went, oh my gosh, this works. This is what I've been missing all my life. (laughs) I am loving life, actually, more than I ever, ever have. I missed my va-va-voom. I got it back. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. See why Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of others have had life-changing success with balance of nature. Take advantage of our New Year's offer while you still can. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com. That's 1-800-2468-751. And get $25 off plus a free fiber and spice when you use discount code KLG. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate? If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10 a.m., our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters of real estate. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her terrific team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there's no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. She's a legend. She's the best, period. Tune in to Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. That's I on Real Estate. Don't miss it. Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. The only station in New York that doesn't hold back. AM 970, The Answer. Always go, don't know where. Always showing I don't care. Don't love nobody. It's not worthwhile. All alone. I'm running wild. And now... From New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, so glad to have you with us. Um, always glad to have you with us on uh, Wellness Night, but uh, tonight we're talking about some important stuff with Dr. Jeanette Nishwat. You see her on the Fox News uh, Medical All-Star team. She she does, you know, various stories that they have uh, on medical issues, but you also sometimes see her on Outnumbered and other places where she gets to contribute to the uh, dialogue each day, as, as do... Uh, Dr. Nicole Sapphire and Dr. Mark Siegel and Dr. Marty McCary, great team, uh, bringing us uh, factual information. Uh, Dr. Nishwat, we were talking about the the real explosion of these um, this this opioid addiction process. I remember having a pastor tell me not long ago that he had performed more funerals in the previous twelve months for kids uh, aged fifteen to thirty, somewhere in there. Than he had his entire 
life of ministry prior to that in one year's time. And he said, I, I'm tired of doing it. I don't want to. I don't want to have any more of these funerals. Uh, to to that point, um, we you had these states a few years ago in the marijuana debate. You know, let's legalize weed in Colorado and Washington State, wherever New York City now, um, and have you know people g- get better access to it. And the argument I would hear from people would often be uh, because they're going to get it anyway, and this is just a better way for us to control it and, and maybe keep it out of the hands of people that shouldn't have it. Doctor Jeanette, I've never understood that argument. Because to me, every time you legalize one thing, everything in the next layer closest to it then gets more popular in the illegal uh, acquisition. And the more you lower the bar, the, the more the, the, the more dangerous you move towards the stuff that, that kids keep seeking out and want to get. I mean, maybe maybe I'm just totally stupid in my rationale, but it seems to me when you when you legalize more, then using then using more varieties of drugs becomes kind of the the way it goes, and I think that's what you're seeing in in your emergency rooms now. Yeah, and it's sad. We don't want to legalize, you know, drugs. But you always worry about what's next. Is are they going to legalize cocaine or methamphetamine? But you know, you can't walk down the street without being forced to inhale somebody's cigarette smoke or marijuana. And, and you know, the other you know safety aspect I always worry about is. You know, people who may be driving or maybe had one drink and then smoking marijuana, and that can impair your judgment. So right. it's, a, it's a safety issue. You know, I can understand marijuana. You know, I've seen it, uh, you know, used for severe um, nausea, vomiting, uh, and pain in, in, you know, terminally ill cancer patients, or I've seen it used successfully in those who have suffered with intractable seizures, but I'm all for the medicinal therapeutics that it can offer, but I'm not one to, you know, advocate for uh, drug use and legalization yeah. of drugs, but, you know... Well, that's good. I'm glad I'm glad a doctor is living up to the Hippocratic Oath to first do no harm, because yeah. there's not enough discussion of that in the in the modern medicine. Speaking of which, that brings me to this other thing. The, the Pfizer uh, company is taking its good old sweet time getting to uh, what they're going to eventually report on as it relates to some of their latest data. Why, why are they Why are they behaving in this way, and, and are you okay with them slow-walking it to the public? Well, if they're going to wait two weeks, why don't you give some recommendations to the senior citizens who just had, a, say, a Pfizer booster two days ago? You know that they're possibly at a, if they're possibly at a risk of increased stroke, Tell them, advise them, hey, take a baby aspirin for 21 days if that's the time frame where you're at risk. There's no safety recommendations or guidance on that, and that's what's upsetting to me. If you're going to wait two weeks because you need to collect more data, that's fine, but perhaps you know, do something in the meantime to protect them against the ischemic stroke, which is what they um, – we're looking at out of right. a, about half a million seniors, uh, about 130 of them developed uh, what we call ischemic stroke, um, you know, within 21 days of the booster. And, you know, so I think it's a good idea if that if you're if you have a patient who falls in that category to recommend, you know, an aspirin until you pass that threshold. But none of the, no, none of those recommendations have been put out. And I, I think that's a little bit irresponsible. Um, but at the same time, you know, in their defense, it, it is. I do appreciate the fact that they did disclose this information to us. That's very important, so that we can provide that information uh, to our patients. But right. um, they are saying they they put that information out as, as an abundance of, of caution. That it was a signal 
that they picked up, and they're further digging, looking a little deeper into that. Um, and I think we just need to see what the, the final results are. Yeah, well, and I'm sure that uh, you'll have something to say once we do. Dr. Jeanette yeah. Nishwad, I, I appreciate yeah. so much your time. Thank you for spending some of it with us on this Wednesday night. Yes, sir. It's my pleasure. Happy New Year. Have a great one. You got it. There she goes, off to save more lives. I, I love that lady. She's awesome. Kevin McCullough, when we come back, Dr. Douglas Howard from Balance of Nature, what, what impact do does nutrition have on the whole equation? You know he's always loaded for bear. That's coming up next. And uh, then some final thoughts before we're done. Kevin McCullough, we'll see you after this. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua Powders Vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with Aqua Powders Vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's Aqua Powders with a Z, available at Amazon. MyPillow is having their biggest bed sheet sale ever. The MyPillow per kale sheets are available in a variety of colors and all sizes. Now on sale, for example, the queen size. Regular price $89.98, now only $39.98 with your promo code. Order now, as there is a very limited supply. The MyPillow Percale sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress. The MyPillow Percale sheets come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code AM970 to receive the MyPillow Percale sheets for as low as 20 Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. That's 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show. And let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show. You guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very I, fortunate to have a great American story. Yeah. Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where author Idala of the author Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. 
I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at am97theanswer.com. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Well, not only is Dr. Douglas Howard uh, helping us each week here at Kevin McCullough Radio with uh, those powered by fruits and veggies, helping us uh, stay healthy, helping us get healthy, Helping us fight off things like the coronavirus. Doc, welcome back, by the way. We were on our way home from the gym this morning, and uh, she was like, so how bad is this coronavirus going to be? And I said, you know what? Let's just eat it. Let's just take our fruits and veggies, and we won't worry about it. Yeah, but the, the, you have to understand the coronavirus is a, is a large family of viruses that, that cause the common cold even. Right. So, so you can bring up a big word and get a lot of people scared. But but it's everything from from bad to to the common cold. So if they find one, then it I just there's not enough information to really know what it is. It can it can trigger more serious diseases. And like you said, I I have a good healthy immune system. There you I go. I don't fear it. I would walk into there and do what I need to do. Sure, I'd be smart about it, and I wouldn't want somebody to spit in my face and sneeze in my face. And but it's just not. To me, it's not as big of a deal as what they're making. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's, a, that's a good, timely word. You had about, according to your assistant, about 400 people that uh, showed up. You talked to them about some new studies, and I say new in recent, uh, recent years and months, but studies from Harvard, the World Health Organization, the European Journal on Nutrition, and the U.S. Nutrition Journal uh, have all been pointing to something. What are they finding? Well, you know, this is what I kind of ran down right on through. For example, in the U.S. Nutrition Journal, uh, one of the main highlights was it says there are several mechanisms by which fruit and vegetables consumption can reduce the risk of mortality now mortality is death okay so i'm going to replace that anyway so um there are several mechanisms by which fruit and vegetable consumption can reduce the risk of death in older adults fruit and vegetables contain a variety of nutrients and phytochemicals those are phyto means plant so right plant chemicals then it goes through you know potassium antioxidants flavonoids so forth and then are flavonoids and it says and that these act through several biological me- mechanisms to reduce the risk of chronic conditions of premature death now right on top of that just so you uh, the the headline of this which was interesting is fruit and vegetable consumption and potential moderators associated with associated with all causes of death in a representative sa- sample of Spanish older adults. So that one happened to be on Spanish, but, mm. but it's on all of them. The, the next one was um, from the European Journal of Medicine, effect of increasing fruit and, veg- uh, fruit and vegetable intake by dietary intervention on nutrition biomarkers and attitudes of dietary change in ra- randomized studies. But the main thing here that, that really pushes is, is, as you get through it, it says low fruit and vegetable consumption is linked with an increased risk of death from va- vascular disease and cancer. The benefit of eating fruits and vegetables is attributed to part of the antioxidants, vitamins, etc., and the phytochemicals. There's it's more everything you've been saying for the last 20 years, but now that you're finding it in documented studies that these major organizations are putting out. 
Absolutely. And each each one of these I pulled from a different ear. These are over the last four years. Each yeah. one of these. And I could give you a hundred of these. But these are studies. These are not little little ditties, you know. These are these are real studies that people need to understand. Here's another one. Just just so you know, it's not a couple I pulled off. This is from the World Health Organization. And it says increasing fruit and vegetable consumption to reduce the risk of non communicable diseases. Well, non-communicable really means lifestyle, if you really want to get down to it. So okay. it's lifestyle diseases. What What is a lifestyle disease? Heart disease, cancer, those types yeah, of things? Yeah, people, people don't realize that cancer is a lifestyle disease. And the definition of a lifestyle disease is something that you are doing in your life that's causing this that can be prevented. And even if you have a family history that gives you a weak link towards, uh, you know, gives you makes you feel like a you're tendency going to get towards cardio. something right yeah it's only a weak link it means you can you can you can strengthen those areas so that you decrease your risk and and we can't sit on our on our haunches and say well i got it because my family has it in the blinds no that's bull there's things you can do against it and you can take control of your life and this one for example it talks about it says um just just to highlight, it says fruits and vegetables are, are important components of a healthy diet. Reduced fruit and vegetable consumption is linked to poor health and increased risk of lifestyle diseases or non-communicable diseases. An estimated 3.9 million deaths worldwide were attributed to inadequate fruit and vegetable consumption in 2017. Hmm. Hmm. You can't say it any plainer. No. That well, three- and by... And by such uh, esteemed places as Harvard University and the U.S. Nutrition Journal and the European Journal of Nutrition, I mean these these are these are people that are you know staking this out and watching it on a regular basis. So uh, that's good. Hey, listen, you also yesterday were asked to talk to some practitioners, and I'm curious what uh, what, what they wanted to hear from you, given your you know your your combined history of nutrition and medicine. Well, actually, it was a group of medical students. Okay. And, uh, and osteopaths, and and you know there was some some staff that was there, and it was it was really fun, but what they really wanted to know is how did I choose this path <laughs> from being a medical doctor and a chiropractor to what I do now? And they're like, how did you choose this path? And I just told them, you know, the biggest thing is I love what I do. You gotta love what you do, and to be a doctor isn't just scholastics. It's 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 an art. And it's a practice that you've got to love what you do. And, and one of the interesting things is that I did ask while I was there. I said, I don't know what's being taught in medical school right now about this, but how are they regarding aspirin? You know, are you supposed to be taking an aspirin today still, you know, by all of this? And, and the students all said, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah they're, they're, you take aspirin to prevent heart attack, stroke, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and one of the alumni, one of, not the alumni, one of the professors there said, no, it's been proven false. We we don't we don't we don't talk that anymore. But all of those students were still teaching it. They're being wow. taught that. Not not good stuff. Well, friends, uh, these studies that uh, Doc Howard uh, uh, talked about today are just evidence of what he's been saying for the last twenty years. You know my own testimony about fruits and veggies and what they've done in my life, how they've kept me from 
uh, not having to give up a day of work for five years because of the uh, strength that I feel when I have them. Uh, right now, they've got a great offer. It's 35% off uh, your first preferred order and free shipping uh, when you call. But you need to call 800-246-8751, 1-800-246-8751. Get started on fruits and veggies. Uh, get started with your health coach. Figure out uh, your goals, what you need to do. Uh, they're going to help you walk all the way through that at no extra cost. And that health coach is really a resource I want you to latch on to. Uh, but Dr. Douglas Howard of uh, Balance of Nature. Kevin McCullough coming right back. My final thought. Don't go away. That signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising health care costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your roadmap to retiring with confidence and it's yours free with one call don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement this little known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40 percent for your free copy of guarantee your retirement by josh melberg call now call 800-337-8051 that's 800-337-8051 800-337-8051 the mike gallagher shows partnership with relief factor is one of the most glorious, productive, happy things we've ever done. I love getting people out of pain. And it started with me. I'm a selfish guy. I had lower back pain until I started taking Relief Factor. About two and a half weeks in, I woke up one morning and realized, wow, my lower back pain is absolutely gone. Do you know over 70% of people who try Relief Factor through their three-week quick start program of 1995, they order it again? That's because... Relief Factor is a success. It's the 100% drug-free approach to getting rid of the inflammation that causes pain to begin with. And I am so proud to walk into our Relief Factor studios every day because they mean that much to us. Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Try the three-week quick start. It's 1995. Relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. For Relief Factor. This is Mike Gallagher. Join me on an amazing journey through Israel this October. Dennis Prager and I are going back to the Holy Land for the Stand with Israel Tour, along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Imagine a personal impact from exploring Jerusalem, Galilee, the Dead Sea region, and so much more. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com, or call 855-565-5519. StandWithIsraelTour.com. 
Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, thanking you for being with us on Wellness Night. Thank you to uh, Douglas Howard, uh, the doc who has done so much to help my own health. And, of course, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat. What a sweetheart. Always love having her on. Um, all right, so the, the, the news of the wacky and, and wild. Um, you remember a couple of election cycles back, everybody was on the legalizing drugs push and so you had you know several states legalize weed and in some of the more progressive states you've had people advocate they haven't passed any of them yet but you've had people advocate for complete legality of all you know narcotics basically um well back when they were just having the weed argument i would regularly say i just raise my hand and ask a question excuse me when, when we do this, do we think it's going to cause drug use to go down? Does, it, does that make sense to anybody? That if we legalize it, because I thought the goal was to have fewer people doing it. And basically, I think people got tired of me asking that question, just said, shut up. We just want the money. Okay, well, I get that. But I did have a couple of people try to tell me, try to argue that drug use was going to go down if we would legalize weed, that people would just get the legal weed and then they'd be satisfied and they wouldn't need to try the other stuff. So in the Washington Times, this little um, statistic caught my eye. It came and went last week in the headlines without any fanfare. But the National Survey on Drug Use and Health, issued by the Department of Health and Human Services, found that, listen to this, 14.3% of the U.S. population regularly uses illegal and dangerous drugs. We've surpassed our 1979 high water mark and reached a new high, or some might say a new low in our achievement on public health. So before now, it was 1979. That was well before the push to legalize everything. Uh, now that we've just legalized the weed, we, we still don't have legal Coke or heroin or crack or any of the rest. Just, just the legal weed. We're at 14.3% of the U.S. population regularly using illegal and dangerous drugs. This is the stuff that they're doing on purpose. This isn't the fentanyl they don't know about that's getting laced into things. This is, this is what they're doing willfully. So I'd like to raise my hand again and ask the question, is this doing anybody any good? Is this, does this make sense to anyone? I... I Maybe I'm just a voice crying in the wilderness. I don't know. But I, I just think the more you legalize, the more people are going to use. And I don't think that's good for anybody. Doesn't seem to be, anyway. If now 14. So think about that. 10 people, 100 people in the room that you're in. More than one out of 10 of them are doing it. 14% of the population. That's crazy. Horrible and crazy. Anyway, Kevin McCullough, thank you for being here. Tomorrow, Imran Ansari, uh, the discussion will be legal in nature, and we look forward to that. And then on Friday, of course, a great fun Friday to end the week with on Radio Night Live. Kevin McCullough, thankful that you're here with us. Have a good one. Have a chance with you. With me.